remember. <laughs> there once was a girl from Tuggera who was wound up so tight till I buggered her. I loosened her up, now she's two girls, one cup, and she can only walk round with a plug in her. Oh! I believe Thomas Jefferson once said that vulgarity is the last refuge of the scoundrel, and you've crossed that line today, though. <laughs> and here's an English song from Conan. me think Kanye might have had an English dream or something. I think he had an, he got married in a castle I think in England or something so maybe some spirits transferred over to him there. Did he get married the day the Chavs took over? Yeah I think so. <laughs> Who are these white kids messing my shit up? I think that's what he was saying. But anyway a fucking big welcome back to the Cones and Doe show. We've had a little bit of a hiatus. Uh... Yeah I'm really sorry to abandon our listeners but uh, you know I won't go on about it but I guess I better explain where I've been. Um, I actually work for, you know, I try not to mention my job much, but I work for the International Atomic Energy Commission and also uh, do a bit of work for Medicine Sans Frontiers. But uh, I just had to go over to Japan for a few weeks and um, check out the results of that Godzilla attack. Oh, that that earthquake they had back a few years ago and stuff. Uh, And yeah, it seems like it's all safe to move the Syrian refugees into that old power plant now. So 
I spent a few weeks there and uh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and you get any radioactive sushi? Yeah, I mean, you, you can't tell until a few days later if your shit's a little bit green or whatever. But, um, <laughs> oh, did you catch up with my boy? No, I, I didn't get enough chance. We're on a tight schedule and stuff, uh, your boy over there. But, uh, it, it, you know, I'll talk about it later. I won't go on about it. But in shorthand, I guess urban or metropolitan Japan is pretty much what you'd expect, which is a cross between Blade Runner and Pokemon. Um, <laughs> but, you know. Is it as like a crazy sort of um, public transport systems everywhere? And yeah, that shit. Sort of like Hong Kong style? Or? Yeah, that shit's crazy, and I sort of nerded out in some of that shit. But uh, after a few days in there, it starts to become sort of something monstrous and overwhelming. It, the city, just because it's so big and everything, it makes you think that this fucked up like anime shit's going to start happening. Because um, I haven't been to um to New York either, but I imagine it's kind of like that sort of packed in everywhere. There's just shit everywhere all the time. Well, that's what else is weird about Tokyo, because it's like a world city and stuff. And uh, but I couldn't find their Harlem anywhere. I went looking for where they stashed all the fucking minorities. I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> they have um they have more they have stricter laws in their whatever you would call it like constitution about that kind of stuff (laughs) i believe i believe last year they accepted it's the most they've accepted in about five years they accepted 26 asylum seekers (laughs) and they're like we've been good international citizens while eating these massive fucking like whale burgers and shit as well i think uh racism is generally more accepted in all of asia well that sounds pretty racist against asia It's like how, um, like, you got to stop all the black-on-black violence. Yep. We've got to stop all the Asian-on-Asian racism. I think what we need to stop is all the white-on-white comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, I mean, okay, look... Oh, we're... speaking of which... Yeah, though, go on. Sorry. Um, sorry to get sidetracked, but... On. I do... I had this weird thought that I believe Magic Johnson told everybody that he had AIDS as a preventative measure... Because he knows that successful, positive black men get taken down by the system. So I think it was sort of like medicine. Like, no, no, I'm all fucked up. You don't need to fuck me up. Yeah, and so he gets to sort of live out his life in the yeah. shadows. Or whatever. He's not like this public, public figure anymore. He's sort of reclaiming the positivity, I think, in a way. And back then, the old white guys were probably heaps more scared that he was literally going to fuck their bitches. And then he's like, no, no, I got AIDS, I got AIDS. So it like, sort of like takes all the a lot of the sting out of these white guys. Like, oh, yeah, I guess he's not fucking my bitch then. I don't know, I've been reading... Whereas Ma- Cosby, you know, Cosby didn't have AIDS. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you used a condom or what? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I don't think Magic Johnson would like that. Sorry, Magic. You're dope and shit. That guy's still alive? We're just trying, sorry. I'm trying. <laughs> he, made it, he made it through. He made it through. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if you made it through... Because he was like 80s was his heyday, right? And then something happened in the 90s. Is it even 70s? I don't know. Yeah, it might have been the, the old days, but it seemed like old shit happened back then. Like this Magic <laughs> Johnson type shit. And then we've just found ourselves in this crazy new future. But it might be just because I've been to been to Japan. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they run a train system pretty well. Um, what don't they do that well? What don't they do? All the food's a little bit sweet, I find. But very courteous, very uh, very polite, um, you know. Which I went there. I thought there might be a bit of. Oh. How was the language barrier? Oh, I was fucking a dirty Aussie. I actually only learnt really one word of Japanese, which is arigato, which is thank you. But were like people talking English ev- everywhere? So didn't no, 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 no. Yeah. Heaps of people don't speak English, but it's so efficient. There's like English language signs on everything. 
So even though you're thrown into the middle of this country where you don't really speak language and stuff, it's also ordered and everything that you can find your way around really easily for everything like that. But it's weird when you, what's different is there's no space for doing stuff that's not ordered in a way. Like I only noticed when we were leaving my girlfriend's like, there's no places to sit down anywhere and stuff. Like it's also <laughs> proficient, but you can't be just hanging on a fucking street corner and stuff <laughs> with your pimp swag and everything, you know, no, everyone's moving everywhere and doing heaps of shit. At, at night time, like even in the nightlife kind of thing, everyone's still just moving. There's no sort of mulling around and chilling. Oh, yeah, they're, but they're always moving, chilling. I guess maybe you think of like Aussie-style chilling or whatever, you know? It's more <laughs> like, just lay back, like just, just chill a bit, whereas it, it was sort of an aggressive chill. Not, <laughs> not aggressive, assertive. An assertive, communally-minded procession of chilling. <laughs> <coughs> well, that's not an ad for Japan. I don't know what it is. Well, I suppose it's a legacy of World War II. Um, but yeah, Japan was cool. Instead of a um, drum after your joke, there should have been a kaboom. What's a kaboom? At the end. Never mind. <laughs> Wouldn't a gong me gong me bo- more appropriate? <laughs> I just got it. Oh fuck! We're gonna have to edit that bit out. Sorry, that's sorry. That's no, all right. It's bad as fuck. You're referring to the atomic attacks on Nagasaki. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, that's tasteless. Yeah, but... I mean, I don't want to comment on that because, you know, I'm, I'm not overly informed on it and I, I have a sort of sense of uh, treating things perhaps not with the reverence they deserve, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was a terrible, terrible human tragedy, I suppose. But then again, I was reading on Wikipedia in my hotel room in Tokyo one night about the Nanjing massacre and attack that they did in China, and I'm like, I shouldn't be reading this in Tokyo. Just knowing that everyone around is capable of just slaughtering hundreds of thousands of Chinese people to death. Were the circumstances right? It's the same. I mean, it sounds bad, but it's the same as saying that if Australians, if the circumstances were different, you'd be like using rum for currency and like fighting fucking colonial troops and shit. Well, essentially you would. Yeah, right. Yeah. Essentially you would. Like you'd be, wherever the fuck you wake up as this fucked up flesh unit, you just have to, um adapt to the environment otherwise <laughs> some places you die if you don't and you know it's like thinking that you would be different in someone else's shoes is just bullshit because you would have to experience everything they experienced and yeah i don't know you'd I, probably be the same that conception i sort of know what you mean in that when you look at it cosmically it's just sort of like oh you know my not if not soul my like essence could have been born into any one of these yeah. things right that's a way of conflict. like we all experience yeah. that shit the okay. same way so therefore we are all that same thing and yeah yeah in, in yeah but in i suppose so but when you look at another way you know i mean michael douglas is michael douglas but that's because his father was kirk douglas <laughs> i think sometimes we neglect there's sort of an ancestral cosmic chain of causation that sort of caused you to be here yeah, that's true. That's Otherwise, true. we're just floating around like some Scientology cartoon, really, aren't we? Yeah, the drive to fucking building dynasties and stuff has brought us a long way. Brought us all what? A long way. Yeah. But it's the redirection. I think I had a little thing I wrote down about this. Just give me two seconds. Oh, shit, it's 4.20, son. Woo! I must have... Um, it's actually 4.21, so I think I was right on time, if you can hear that shit. But, uh... What, the 420 train outside? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to Smokesville. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I was saying that uh, capitalism breeds 
progression, like, more so than the old school tribal kind of shit in, like, communism. Like, communism is cyclically infinite, but it's stable, like, in its technology and shit. Like, it keeps just sort of, like, you live off the land and you've got these technologies that afford you to do things, but you're not really trying to build towards, like, the next thing because you've sort of figured out a harmonious way to live off it. Yeah. Which is why the it seems like Aboriginal cultures, such as the Australian ones, like had this way of life for like sixty thousand years and didn't need to change it. Yeah, because it's sort of this harmony. Whereas I think capitalism is based more on this like exponential growth curve, reaching for infinity. So they everything's based on infinity, right? Yeah. But uh, the cyclical na- nature of communism, like the way you just like you do this and then it you move to a new place and do this again. And like, it's just yeah. like, it's more harmonious with the environment. Yeah. As but they're to... both just based on this infinity shit. Like yeah. the second one's like, no, you just have to keep reaching for better and more and more and redirecting that sexual energy into building some wheel. <laughs> yeah. yeah like... but in the end, it all ends up like the movie independence day where they just move from planet to planet, consuming all its resources and stuff. I yeah, I know we're headed in but... a fucked up direction. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My understanding, if this doesn't sound too dry at the time, is that like, Marx's communism, he took a lot from a French guy called uh, Rousseau, and he sort of came up with this noble savage idea, you know, that was the natural state of man tribally. And then when communism built upon that, uh, that sort of idea, the idea was we would use all this technology of modernity to recreate the conditions of egalitarianism that we had back in tribal days. Um, so they want to, you know, that that's the sort of conception about it, but uh, uh, it's all 72 virgins at the end of the day, you know, really. Um, <laughs> oh fuck this little smarmy bit on the end of my quote as well says that um basically the little quote is capitalism is an exponential growth curve ever reaching for infinity with the drive for personal gain encouraging expedited novelty yeah yeah fuck that's true they didn't even have Pepsi Max like fucking 15 years ago and stuff, you know, but... So it's like we forgot how to share and that made us just want to all build fucking sick shit so we got more pussy for ourselves. Mm. Whereas these old communities were like, oh yeah, you can have a chick. Oh, you can have a couple if you want. <laughs> and it wasn't even like that. It's a communal thing, you know? It was just like yeah. everyone was in that shit, like in that frame of mind together. Yeah, because even like, you know... It that still is, happens. It's that affords, fragmented. That polygamy now. affords more opportunities to women. Like, even Big Bertha is going to have a crack at being a sidewife or whatever, you know? If she can cook. <laughs> um, but she might be left out or whatever. And yeah, it's more harmonious. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess essentially it is still the same. It's just like this totally fractured version of it. There's like little pockets of that shit still going on. and Yeah. You know, and it's all just like constantly morphing into these new things and exploding out in the fractal pattern of nonsense that is our reality everybody want to get on that new shit dog basically um well i've been thinking about it more recently because i got into a lot of politics but the more i think about it it more seems like all that shit is just driven by fundamentally the baseline of the technological development we're at that's why you can go for thousands of years if you're just using this shitty like rake like i'm farming leaves and shit. but if you're essentially happy there's no need yeah there's no need man it's like going camping every day yeah Yeah. except i don't know you die and get so somewhere along the line, these, these kings and shit and so-called holy men figured out that if we starve them of their happiness, it makes them work really hard to try and get it back. Yeah. <laughs> it's emotional debt bondage, basically. It's fucking it? crazy, but, you know, 
I love the times we live in. It's fucking cool. And we're afforded this this perspective on it and all that kind of shit. It's rad. But yeah. it is still crazy to think that at one time it was probably just employed as a sort of control of masses of people to get what you want out of them physically. Yeah. But haven't we just transferred that over to the internet? <laughs> I know what you mean. Almost. Shit, we almost have. The trade-off. In some countries, we totally yeah, have. I think America's almost like sent all of their shit that they have to do with any physical force offshore, bar some mining yeah. and, you know, like... I think the governments and shit are pretty down with it because it's sort of like an illusion of freedom, I suppose, in a way, <laughs> that you've got all these YouTube channels and shit. Um, but <laughs> so that's why they can spy on you, like, jerking off through the fucking keyboard monitor and shit, you know? Um... <laughs> Like, they would have seen some gnarly sessions. Well, yeah, I won't get into it, but I watched War Games the other day with Matthew Broderick or whatever. I watched it last night. Have you seen that? And Ali The Shubi. only way to win is, is not, not to, play. to play. And it's pretty 80s at times and shit, but they're like... It's pretty good, though. They're like yeah. early computer age 83, like, I'm using audible phone, like, gongs, yeah. like, make calls and... Love that shit. Um, yeah, it's pr- <laughs> it was pretty dope. And, like, yeah, it was a fun movie and stuff. And it was kind of weird because I was a little bit into it, and I'm like, oh, it's that mad Cold War vibe where everyone was about that, and then then I'm like, they've still got these fucking things sitting in silos waiting to launch at people right now. <laughs> it's not like they all went away. That's why they should go along with, um, I forget the exact name of it, but there's new programs into nuclear energy and shit like that where they can take the old warheads and then use them in these... Uh, go, wish, go I, get cars. I wish I could remember the name of it. I sent around on an email when I saw it because it was like, there was all this shit, and I don't know how conspiracy it was, but there was an American guy talking about this uh, new design of nuclear reactor that works in a way cleaner way and gets all this efficient energy, and you can use the old rods from the old-style machines as new energy in this new kind of machine, and I don't know, I'm going to have to look it up and get back to you guys, but fuck, it was, it was pretty hardcore, and then the bit on the end was saying that all these um, Chinese... I don't know if it was students or probably probably more than students were coming over to the university lectures on this particular new reactor mm-hmm. and we're just like, oh, studying it so hard and they're trying to implement it first or something. Yeah, it's been like that for ages. I mean, when I went to London, I was like a five-year-old and some Chinese guy in a suit kept looking over my shoulder at my Game Boy trying to check my high score. <laughs> it's been going on. It's been going on for a while and shit. Um, you know, they probably are upgraded their old mouse suits to puffy jackets these days and stuff but you still gotta watch for them he's probably just laughing at you like look how big his thumbs are he would never beat most guys <laughs> probably those like clumsy that. white thumbs I had in Shanghai <laughs> when I was there at 14 right I was walking along the waterfront with my dad and my mum and a hooker a hooker hit on me and my dad like just while my mum was my mum was that's pretty fucked up but then not more than like 5 or 10 minutes later there was like we were staying in like the historic district where it's all like pretty impressive grand buildings built by like England and France and stuff. So there are a lot of tourists from the interior of China and this mad hick looking family. It's like they came from like whatever China's Alabama is. And like look at me like, oh, like we want to take a photo. Like just mad taking heaps of photos, like putting kids in there with me. <laughs> yeah. uh, you like the, um, their personal Disneyland. <laughs> Port- portable Disneyland. Fuck. <laughs> okay. No, I just like the idea of that guy um, checking out your high score and everything, or yeah. even checking your playing style, or hmm. just like, what games do white guys play? Fuck. Well, they mastered ping pong. They got in on that after watching Forrest Gump. <laughs> um, 
Okay, yeah, Game Boys. They've probably got some updated ones there as well, too. It's like when Super Mario Brothers 2 came out on the NES. Um, in Japan, it was this super hard version of like a normal Mario game. And then they were like, nah, that'll be way too hard for the US market. So they ported this other game called like Doki Doki, whatever the fuck, I can't remember what it is. And then just changed the characters to like Mushroom Man and Mario and shit and just like the completely different game was Super That's Mario cool. 2 in the US because they're like nah nah the white guys can't handle that shit it's yeah. way too hard <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of yeah I don't know I was trying to work out that when I was there and everything cause it is a fucking hard game oh, though yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what sort of video- Tokyo seemed like after a few days there. It is sort of like a big video game in a way. Um, I mean, I know that sounds fucked up, and it is like amazing mechanically and infrastructurally and stuff, but there's 37 million people in the greater Tokyo area, right? So it's like half as many Australians again, and you walk through the streets and catch, catch the trains, and because you're a visitor, it's all impressive, but you have no real stake in it. <laughs> so, you know, your understanding of society is back in Australia and stuff, so you're looking at it but not understanding it at all. And it's pretty impressive, but at the same time, it could have just as easily, like, never have been, and it wouldn't <laughs> have made any difference. <laughs> yeah, that's the story of Earth, I guess. <sighs> we're gonna leave. <laughs> we're gonna leave some sort of legacy for the <laughs> aliens, right? Like the pyramids made it through the fucking like secret ice age or whatever, like ten thousand years ago, right? It'll all be sand. I don't know. Hopefully they find it in this, like, little window. Find our ruins. Yeah. Like, at the end of that AI movie by Spielberg that was, like, yeah. a flop I watched that the other day. It's fucked up style to it, yeah. Yeah, the end of it's pretty depressing, but it's poignant and shit, but... Mm. That's the point. It's like, it could just all be nothing, and then they're like, it never was. <laughs> as long as fucking consciousness has an outlet of some sort... You might just be burning in the middle of a fucking star going bing, bing, bing. There's all these atoms and shit, so we'll probably be all right. Yeah, yeah. Like Moby said, we're all made of stars and shit, you know. Yeah. Um, it's like this girl I've been dating. She hasn't even yeah. fooled around with me that much yet. So, so you're dating her? her? You're dating her, though. Yeah. So I told her it's time to shit or get off the bed. I think she's a German girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just thinking that in my head. Um, <laughs> but knowing you, though. Hello. Do Germans really act like that? I've only seen videos, mate, and, you know. Yeah. Seems like the Americans really were born from Germany. Yeah, I've heard some convincing arguments for that. Well, the Enlightenment or whatever. Yeah, they've yeah. all got the Enlightenment. but The, there's the some... nature of America is born from Germany. Yeah, people look at it sort of Anglo, but some, these people are like, oh, a characteristic of the German is that the sort of food they eat, they like making up convoluted long words and acronyms and shit, which is like the German <laughs> thing. And like, sort of in their style. And I can sort of see that if you look at... Doritos, like, Locos, Tacos. Yeah, yeah. All this like big, stodgy kind of German food and shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty convinced, right? yeah. It leads me into this other thing that is like totally fucked up, right? All right. Because like I'm a bit of a um, I'm a bit of a croc maniac, as most of the listeners probably know. And uh, if you don't know what that means, then it's probably good. But um, I've been eating so much of that that oil, whatever. It's all gone. It's all gone, bro. And um, over the last two weeks or whatever, while you've been away, I've probably eat, eaten like 
an ounce a week or something worth of it so it's like eating like um eating like a quarter of croc at a time and then just being like watching movies and just being like pretty much being god um but then like and because like because i've discussed with that fucked up shit of like when i had a non-substance related enlightenment period for no no fucking apparent reason an existential one which totally lined up with this weird shit in stupid stupid ass um astrological stuff as well you know and it just like makes you think even though it makes you not want to think (laughs) but at that time i was talking to you about how i was breaking down movies and stuff and how just like oh i just like unlocked this level of me being able to put my own bullshit over a movie yeah. It's either me putting my no, bullshit remember, yeah. into a movie or it's actually seeing the essence of what someone's done. In the instance of Southland Tales, I definitely got what he was saying because the imagery is so obvious once I pointed out some of that shit to you, it's undeniable. Yeah. But this other one, when I was probably, I don't know, eight, eight and a bit G's of fucking crop in coconut oil so what was that that's two to one shit i was having so i had about 17 grams of oil i think that's ago. i think that's called a jamaican martini actually. and i was just like goddamn son and i'm watching star wars and i watched about half an hour of empire strikes back and i'm like and then i couldn't watch it anymore because while i was watching i was just writing this fucked up shit on my phone and i've gone way too way too far down the rabbit hole and it probably doesn't work but you just have to go along with me like it's um legit and just add to it otherwise you might be able to shoot it down too easy but there's plenty of the shit in here that seems legit like uh everyone has always speculated that the original star wars trilogy has these elements of the nazi era and stuff to it with the stormtroopers Mm. and blah 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 right i basically got godhead on fucking weed and cracked this shit down in two Um, OG Star Wars is Nazi era and the prequels are like ancient, like Rome and Europe's rise from ancient equality to this domination and stuff, right? So basically, uh, I don't even know how to start this. Let's go start rattling off some fucked up shit. Basically, Ben Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi is France. Yoda is Rome. Uh Leia is England. Han is the old US, like cowboys yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Luke is the new US, the spirit of the Enlightenment and stuff, the son of Germany, who is Darth Vader. Totally. Yeah. Mace Windu, I think, is pre Darth Vader Africa. Yep. The Emperor yeah. is the banking system. Right? <laughs> oh, it's so fucked up. And that's why the Emperor even looks like David Rothschild. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh shit, son. And then basically, so the emperor is the family behind all this, it's old money, right? And like, it's not necessarily evil in the first place, like the prequels, like it's like, oh, it's this dark thing just sort of growing and it is sort of this sidious thing and it wants to become the emperor because it's the nature of the corporation and the banking system and shit, how it just serves itself. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not sure on Jar Jar, I think he was Atlantis. (laughs) 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 Right. It's like this ancient, ancient shit. Wait, where was fucking Natalie Portman from? Her, what's Natalie her? Portman. Amidale. She's um, she's like Cleopatra, like Egypt. Right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. And fucking so Yoda. Well, getting into trouble. And Yoda fucks off when Germany becomes a problem because Italy let them fucking invade and just oh no, it's all good, it's all good. It fits perfectly every time uh-huh. I think of something new. It's fucking insane. It's like droids are non-race specific slavery. 
yeah um yeah. abundant in the prequels like with these tribes and stuff like getting run by these big what's, bigger dudes what's the shit. stormtroopers are they sort of like conscripted army men sort of basically uh yeah, yeah. in the in a new hope they're yeah. germans but the endor stormtroopers mm-hmm. are japanese yeah and the ewoks are actually russians yeah ewoks are russians that's a pretty patronizing. Well, it's not. Hey, it's not me. It's George Lucas. Mm. He made the fucking Asians in ancient era go like Newt Gunray and all that shit. He was pretty racist to the Asians. It's not me doing this shit. I just feel like the it's e- Georgie. I feel like the Ewoks are sort of more like Afghanistan under the Soviet occupation, though, as well. No, they're the Russians because like they help. They help the Allies take down um, fucking Germany yeah. at the end, and like the old cowboys are doing this shit far away, and it helps the. The cunts up in the sky fuck over Germany and the banking system. Yeah. But because we've got this new Force Awakens movie and stuff, yeah. it shows you that even even though you think you killed the banking system and shit, you can't really kill it. No, oh, that's true. And that's how democracy dies with thunderous applause. It's fucking seriously fucked up shit. Well, you know. Because they used to use their slaves in the military. You yeah. Know? Sure. Like in the robots getting used and all that shit in the prequels. And then slaves in more modern times yeah. are just these, oh, yes, I'm C-3PO, I do what you want, oh, oh, and they don't get used like that shit. I'm a sex bot. C-3PO would be get, get a little bit used. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Newt Gunray and that other guy are like China and Korea. Yeah. Because they, sort of, <laughs> they sort of get fucked over oh, by... That's um, sort of Hong Kong though. By right? the English, though. Yeah. The English totally fuck up their trade federation shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All, so who who is England? Is it uh, Leia? But all the people on the Imperial Army speak with these sus English accents as well too. Like you know, Grand. Yeah, I'm just man. going for main characters and shit. Yeah, okay, so I'm just trying to fit it generalizing, into like, yeah. generalizing and shit. Because I think that's where you do get the secrets to the universe. <laughs> Speaking of those theories, if I can if I can mention it quickly, um, do you have something here? Or oh yeah, Jabba no. is um Saudi Arabia. <sighs> <laughs> so who is who's that guy that sells on because he's he's the sketchy money you know he's the one that's like you owe me Han Solo you owe me old America for all that fucking money and shit <laughs> that that guy that, the merchant that gives the pod racer to Anakin is he the Jew or whatever you know oh you, Watto you raised me for the podcast yeah I don't know who Israel is but he, I guess he's, he's old Anakin. old Jews yeah. old Judaism deep, or whatever the fuck you call it deep deep Jew <laughs> Well, that is a pretty deep movie and stuff, but uh, it sounds like these empires might have had to undergo a bit of a di- diversity session before making the new movie and stuff. Oh, yeah, Hoth is Poland. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, fucking Anakin Skywalker is Bavaria. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. And then he turns into Germany. Okay. After that falling out shit oh, with so- Egypt. All right, okay. Nazi Germany, though? Well, yeah, it becomes Ger- the new so Germany. Anakin's progression to Darth. So he's old Bavaria and he becomes new Germany. Yeah. Yeah. That mad Nazi stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, but it replicates that kind of, uh, yeah. you know, that kind of vibe. And I actually read about this the other day. Someone was, we were talking earlier about whether, you know, capitalism or communism. But I can't believe I hadn't this, heard this term before. But they were talking about how they reckon it really came onto the cultural scene with Star Wars as a big blockbuster. And then went later into our culture to this sort of culture of individualism and sort of like um, every, everything like that. And they called it pop fascism. <laughs> it's pretty, I thought that was pretty good. And they're like, Star Wars kicked that all off. 
Works better than what we got now, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, because the Illuminati was born in Germany, Okay. these dudes in Bavaria would... They're the original ones with the skull on their desk, right? That's where the skull and bones and all that shit get this. Oh, pondering the skulls. Because these... Psych, what would, what would you call it? philosophers? They yeah. would have the fucking skull on the desk and they hold it and they would to remind themselves of death, yeah. They would like, yeah, fucking ponder life while they're considering death or whatever and um, eat pistachios out of it. So it's like this corny thing, but that comes out of that Bavarian Enlightenment shit. And then it got transferred totally to the start, the birth of America out of that independence shit, trying to do all this equality, really yeah. cool enlightenment shit. Yeah. But then they're like, oh, no one really gets this shit, so we still want to get the most for ourselves, you know? <laughs> it's the human condition. It's like you want to do real good, but then when that fucking bag of money's in front of you and you know there's no cameras and no one's watching. I don't know. People, it seems like they'll pay money to pimp themselves out these days and shit. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know what you mean, but... Uh, yeah, so, they're looking for the lost money. <laughs> <laughs> Where is all the money in our economy really coming from <laughs> when you think about it? It ultimately ends up in just these little clicks on the internet, really. I don't know, a bunch of debt got blew up on 9-11, apparently. There. <laughs> so, it was like this diehard with a vengeance type thing. They were going to blow it up, so the stuff they had was worth more. But No, that is a bit sus. I mean, I don't know. It's a good way to save the economy. Australia should take note. Yeah, because when it happened, he was like, everybody just go out, go out shopping. <laughs> and his speechwriters had told him to put it on there because they're like, when the market's reopen, we can't afford a financial panic that was coming off the back of another one. So in his like significant speech, he's like, go shopping, go to the mall, break off a couple of dollars. Like, that sort of shit. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean... Do it for you, boy, Bushy. Their fucking politics is fucking clown world over there at the moment. I can't even really comment on it. But, yeah, um, it's out of control. But I did have a thought. I went to a cat cafe in Tokyo, right? just out of curiosity, where you go pay money and you chill there and there's cats there, right? <laughs> and Like heaps like that rat temple in well, India? Okay, well, okay. No, 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 no. Not... <laughs> <laughs> pay to see the rat. Um, the no, but this is... all over you. I'm trying to eat my food. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in Tokyo, not Bangalore for this one, luckily. Um, and so you go up to the sixth floor of this apartment building and there's... These cats there, and they look pretty fucked up, sort of. Like, not heaps fucked up, but just pretty listless and everything. And you look at them, there's this crazy, like, super chirpy, like, I forgot my meds American sort of girl, down on her knees playing with the cats when we got there. And then random little other kind of Tokyoites coming in. And I guess the idea is that in such a big anonymous city, it's like a novelty for kind of a bit of intimacy and stuff. You go there before work and pat the cat and shit, right? And I'm like, oh, it's weird, but okay, I guess I can deal with it, but... It's a cat cafe and it looks sort of dirty. And they're like, downstairs is the cafe. And I'm like, why would I eat food at a place with all these fucked up cats here? Like, what kind of business is this? And then when we left, she had the door to the back open. And there were like seven cats in there. And a couple of them kept going in and out to the main room. But we caught a glimpse of the door before she closed it. And there was like rows and rows and rows of cats in like little fucking like cages and shit. (laughs) Meowing quite a lot more. And... My girlfriend's like, she reckons the cats are on sedatives, the ones they put out there. And it just got this idea in my head of sort of like the showgirls type movie that that cats that have moved here for like the prestige of the job and shit. Like, it's sort of like chicks becoming strippers and everything. And they're like, I'm going to be a star. But then they get them hooked on the drugs and shit. And these cats are just out the back. Like, it's no real lifestyle for anyone working at a cat cafe or a stripper. Fuck. Fuck this life kaleidoscope shit. Jesus. It's crazy. It just happens everywhere. 
Those cats are the hoes of the cat world, I guess, yeah. Yeah, they'll get their paws dirty for anything. They're getting pimped out ridiculous, though. It's like some fucking... That's like some Austrian shit times a thousand. Yeah, they think they have, like, animals. <laughs> Do you reckon an animal... Oh, I don't know. We've discussed it before about how much conscience an animal has. I think it's generally the same. It's just perspective. But if you put a chimp in the back of... That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. if you get reborn as a star, how do you know you're a fucking star? You're just going, bow, 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 and shining and shit. <laughs> well, then you... <laughs> you may as well not have been reborn at all, sort of, you know? That's I kind of like it. It's epic. It makes me think of that gigantic brain EP oh, and I shit. just thought of gigantic brain too. When you said oh, like, I am a fucking universe. Like, I am... I am eons long and all this shit, you know? Like, ah! But if that conception of you that... You start thinking about those sizes yeah. and stuff and it just makes you smarter for no reason. But if we're thinking about that through our own prism, aren't we creating our own universe and shit? Yeah, we're creating this fucking endless infinity that just keeps going. Yeah. We well, are the driving force of the universe. But so is everything know. else. I feel like I'm starting to detect a bit of human arrogance sort of thing in things recently. Like, we can fix this. We're going to cause... No, no, I was saying we're, yeah. we're no better, but we, are, we still are the driving force. We are consciousness. Yeah. Who's coming up on us? There's quite a lot of sheep around. I know. Reckon, I reckon we killed the last ones that were coming up. Neanderthals tried to breed in a little bit. And we've got a few big foreign motherfuckers still uh, running around. But um, well, I heard in a bunch of them got killed. Pygmies got fucked up. Apart from in um Indonesia, you know, we I don't heard... like cunts that are like us, but not quite like us, you know. And yeah. that's still evident today with this racism shit. It's well, the same shit. They keep moving the schedule around, so I'm not quite sure. But I, if there's a bit of hope in the future, I think it's about 2027, and um. They're planning to, via the Bilderberg Group, like destroy five billion of us, and I think that would be a good step forward, um, constructive, constructive set. So, well, at least someone's doing something. <laughs> Somebody should do something <laughs> about this. It seems like there's a lot of people doing stuff. Oh, like, all these people standing around doing nothing. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna do something. There's a lot of people doing stuff about stuff that. If and then you... Madeline Stowe's outside your business, spray painting on your wall. Is this the reason three billion will die? <laughs> 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 so it's a bit of a fucking um, weird reference but yeah it's you know. a bit weird <laughs> yeah but those nukes man they can fuck us up at any time so I reckon <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know what I guess I'm getting at is the computers I, I've well, a friend Big Dog in China we've waited up a little bit and stuff but he's like this futuristic China type guy now I guess and uh, you know he's convinced me with some of his arguments this we are for this crazy sort of bias bio cyber hacker money corporatist future you know yeah it's coming yeah like what are, what are these organizations like facebook they could be a fight like that deus ex um video game and blade runner type shit where it's like heaps of people get super committed to it like I don't know, my brother's fully into all the new sort of Apple stuff that comes in, so I think mm. maybe he would go cyborg pretty quickly, but... <laughs> but there's going to be these, like, you know, like, people can't deal with other people's religions and shit. Uh, what are those, like, redneck motherfuckers that are like, God hates fags? What are they going to do when there's oh, some man, dude walking dude. down the street with a bionic arm and shit, a fucking... You know, like Cyclops on one eye, like with yeah. a laser beam thing. And they're just like, oh my god, these fucking abominations. Get on my guns. Like, it's going to be a war. It's funny you should bring this up. I was just about to bring up that family. And this might fuck you up, but I take <laughs> your point. But a theory I supposedly heard is that basically, 
you know how they're all like, God, take fags, and they, <laughs> they sue people, they protest and wind people up and then sue them for violating their First Amendment rights, right? So they made quite a lot of money doing this. He's quite an old lawyer, the guy, Fred Phelps, that runs it. And in the 50s and 60s, he was famous for helping racial integration. Like, he was the lawyer to help heaps of black people gain access to, like, white services and everything like that, right? The same guy. But I heard someone theorize that basically the whole church was a progressive front organization run by gays in favor of gay marriage. So they putting in the media, like a stereotype of bigots, right? And suing conservative institutions like the military and all this sort of stuff and funneling the profits from that into supporting gay marriage campaign. It's all a false flag operation. They're not racist bigots at all. You read about this? I just heard someone say it in passing and I fleshed it out in my head a little bit. <laughs> oh, shit. Shit. You heard it here first. Yeah. That shit's all a fraud. Jesus. You think you thought 9-11 I, don't, was I hardly even doubt that shit, mm. you know? Mm. That guy is just, as we say on here, he's just gagging for the dick. <laughs> oh, everybody's running a scam, I guess. If you pick it, at, if you pick it against male blowjobs, then you probably secretly like male blowjobs, you know? Uh, no one conducts themselves with any dignity. Like, it's no good. I don't get enough of them. Yeah. It's got so bad that if I think... I put my dick in the hole at the public bathroom and <laughs> all I got was splinters. <laughs> it's, it's getting to be like that. I, I review over the past few weeks in my head about if there's anyone with any respect or sort of integrity I've seen in public life. And honestly, I'm not even being funny here. It's like about the 45 minutes I watched of Leighton Hewitt, Leighton Hewitt play tennis. <laughs> that was the most honest person I've seen on TV or in the media for the past month. Okay, you fucking kidding me, mate? No, he's, he's chilled out. He's chilled out and stuff. But uh, the rest of it's just... I don't know what's happening with the internet. <laughs> oh, what's Leighton Hewitt going to do now? Is it just be Rove's stunt double or something? Beer ads? Beer ads? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe for, like, pure blonde or some real... Pure blonde? Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> Low carbs. Waiting in line? Come on! Like, it's mad rowdy drunk yelling at <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it should just have him finishing a beer and then doing the come on with that fucking fingers at the face shit. It was crazy in Japan, right? You can't smoke in heaps of places on the street, right? But they've got a mad smoking culture. You can smoke in Burger King, right? And <laughs> even at the high-speed rail stations, they've got a smoking room, right? And you walk in there, and there's a little, like, air conditioning, mad stinks like ciggies, and there's little ashtrays and just commuters, like, silently doing it, checking <laughs> their phone. And every single one of them up on the sign was sponsored by Winston, the cigarette company. And I used to watch their TV ads, and it's so crazy watching CD, uh, TV ads for cigarettes because <laughs> we haven't had them here for so long, like... It's been so there was one with like this heaps good looking like Asian guy and like this white kind of Euro guy and like an American looking girl that heaps stylish riding through like CGI neon bikes through the streets of Tokyo and shit like oh this crazy music and shit I think running maybe like running and stuff and meeting each other and then at the end looking up over the city and just holding a ciggy up to their lips and like they're having a good inhale and everyone <laughs> loves a good stimulant yeah everyone's got their poison I guess it's good for the workers well, it keeps them busy, right? Bit of caffeine, nicotine. Yeah, caffeine and nicotine are some of the good ones. But uh, after watching Malcolm X last night, I was sort of like, I don't know, that prison redemption form of Islam, I can see why it's heaps appealing and stuff. Um, but there's just too many temptations. There's like uh, Maccas everywhere to eat that and everything. You know, It's hard to be a good disciple of God. Yeah. I would convert to Islam. I'm just not that into virgins. 
Because I go all out, you know? Then, dude, <laughs> dude, you should go to Morocco. Um. <laughs> Those sluts in Morocco. Oh, I won't get into that, I suppose. I've already been a bit bad on that note. But uh, um, what else did I say? I guess if you've got anything there, I actually remembered a, a dream the other day. Yeah, yeah. It's not particularly fast. I've dumped a bunch of my brain nonsense on you. It's not particularly fascinating but i don't often remember them and i wrote it down straight away because it was pretty crazy right <laughs> the first bit it was like with my family and i think you were there i wasn't talking to you much but we were like going over to ski and i'd somehow just come back from a skiing trip so i'm over there and in the line like this guy next to me asked me if he can borrow my credit card to like fix his luggage up and my mom's like no you shouldn't do that <laughs> I, th- I, th- I don't know how old i was in there or whatever <laughs> um so i did that and basically went skiing for a bit and he opened his luggage with your credit card or no no i went skiing for quite quite a bit right so you just lent it to him yeah 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 okay i just lent it to him and then went (laughs) skiing for a while but it was more like just doing rail slides this video game kind of style everywhere right and i got a i met up with this kid he was from the suburbs of sydney somewhere and he's like do you want this jacket right like gives me this jacket right and it says m-e-m-e on the back or whatever so i go back to the ski resort but i enter through like a bottom bit of it where there's like these African sort of like chef cook looking guys, like just cleaning out bins. Right. And sort of a sus African guy you might see in like blood diamond or something. Right. So sort of looking <laughs> over them or whatever. And he looks at me and grabs my jacket off me and goes, <laughs> he goes, where did you get this? And I'm like, Oh, some guy gave it to me or whatever. And he stares at it for ages. The commander guy and looks at all his lackeys and goes like so angry and so full of it. Is this why you've been yelling Tortinga Tortinga? And that was it. <laughs> Like, he felt betrayed by the presence of it. So, there was this whole backstory. Do you know what Tortinga Tortinga means? No idea, man. It's fucking hardcore. Should I say if... Yeah. And you're wearing a jacket that says meme. Yeah, meme. (laughs) 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 That's fucking good. Fuck, reminds me of my dad. I'm going to call you Tortinga from now on. Fuck, I don't even know if that's a word, but... It sounds sort of old El Paso-ish, but... I don't know. I'd love to be able to give more that details. That could be the new term for like when you do a meme on the internet and it's just a piece of shit that doesn't like make sense or work properly. Mm. And you're like, oh, it's a Tortinga meme. Yeah, those things get recycled so quickly, though. <laughs> I was I was privileged enough to uh, view some of this internet meme culture recently while we're on holiday, and uh, it, it's it's quite funny because you can scroll, scroll through short little videos on your Facebook page, heaps easy now, right? And you can just get constant sort of short entertainment that's totally decontextualized from anything. <laughs> and I think it's going to start making people into like these weird sort of like meme creatures. Yeah. We're already losing at the art of conversation and everything away. Yeah, AD, ADD doesn't exist. It's just the way humans are going. And now all the ADD kids are growing up. And yeah. it's just They're like, like, don't bother me with your neurotypical nonsense. Yeah. 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 You're all just totally like, every two seconds, like, I can't even figure out what job I should do. <laughs> oh fuck I wonder if I can get mental disability for ADD no. and then just get paid to fucking um, smoke billies eh? that'd be the life I sort of struggle inside I guess I have higher aspirations than that that's why I can't really do that shit but. I struggle inside since I've become a more sort of tax paying member of society about whether or not that is an effective use of of money but i figure we're a rich country i figure if yeah. a few people manage to kind of get their way in and well, money's not real anyway it's just some yeah, fucking right. ones and zeros i've got a computer here can i make some money up like a bank does fuck yeah, yeah probably half the ones i got last week look like they're made in bolivia and shit they're not even trying to hide it anymore 
If I'd started seven years ago when I bought this motherfucker, I'd have a lot of bitcoins by now. What an idiot. Yeah, that would have been a good... Except don't you need, like, ten computers these days, or, like, 50,000 Xboxes joined together to get enough power to, like, generate a Bitcoin because it's so fucking hectic now? I thought you bought them in child pornography now. (laughs) Uh, Child pornography rings are just a front for Bitcoin harvesting. (laughs) Which is just the Bank of England anyway, you know? They're like, no one will ever turn these fuckers off. So this is where David... Okay, David Icky sort of comes in, right? And you can... David Icke, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, the, okay, the reptilian. reptilian mastermind. So you can place the reptilian thing quite neatly over the top of all the rest of it. That's what I quite like about it. <laughs> that split tongue He can write quite well, and he's sort of writing about the Illuminati, but he's just like, no, nah, they're, lizard, they're lizard men and stuff. Yeah, he's a fucking disinformation king. Or he's just like me doing that Star Wars shit, and he's so wound up in his own version of him trying to explain it to you from yeah. his perspective that he just cannot connect with another human being when he goes down his rabbit hole. Yeah, like that's so like, no, it is. It's reptilians. It's fucking reptilians. No, like look at look at this fucking shitty video footage where their eye turns to the side and this frame rate thing happens that we oh, can man. explain digitally. But everyone on the internet's not like he's got a reptile eye. Yeah, he's got a rep eye for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh look, Rihanna's the devil and shit. But, I don't know, it's sort of like, I feel like we moved sort of beyond politics to where it doesn't really matter because everyone's moving to online, it'll just be all nonsense fairy tales anyway. So that, to me, is no more, like, less legitimate than sort of the, the what the Washington... That's why we've got to enjoy it. What we're the Washington Post says each now. day. We're having fun fucking talking about this nonsense, that's the best part. It's like, all this negativity and shit, at least we can shit on it and clown them and... Do something good amongst all the fucking chaos. But by shitting on negati- negativity, do we become bound to that process of sort of negative, uh, negativity but we, and criticism? We can rise people up that are getting, you know, it, like fucking, what would you call it? Getting soaked in it. Are you talking about like a phone party in Ibiza or what? You know, being able to look on the... It's like that old fucking mad lighter side type shit if you're going to whittle it down to some gay mm. shit, but... <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. But isn't irony sort of the gilded cage of a bird that's become accustomed to its surroundings? Yeah, I'm not saying you shouldn't punch a motherfucker in the face if you need to, but do it out of love. (laughs) Well, that's why... That's why I'm like... I think that's what War Machine said about Christy Mack, but um, I I don't really believe him. I'm trying to take a more tolerant attitude to Islam as well, and that suits that quite well. (laughs) No lie. If... If Islam had been the only religion ever, yes. we never would have made it through the Cold War. <laughs> because we wouldn't have had one. Do you know how hot it is over there? There would have been bombs colliding in the fucking sky. With people riding them and shit. Who would have built it though? <laughs> Who would have built it? Yeah. <laughs> Fair question, right? I mean, yeah, also- but no, like... I, I take the point, and in the last couple of hundred years, you do have a point, but think about what numeral system we use. What is it? The Roman decimal or something? What is it? Fuck, <laughs> what is it? The Arabic numerals. I don't use no Arabic oh, numerals. Oh, no, no. Mine 100% Aussie, right? <laughs> they used to be a fucking... Um, I got that shit from Cosmos a bit from the old Sagan shit, but mm-hmm. they were a pillar of scientific <laughs> thought and, you know, on the fucking forefront of new civilization and shit but fucking shame, religion, man. shame man. religion fuck them up that's what it does if you go too hard down one path and be like no nah, i'm studying this test and oh, it says this 
if you look at half that shit, all this Jesus shit is just someone trying to tell you about consciousness with a fucking story over the top of it. Mm. It's great. Oh, be good to people and shit. Like, how hard is it to understand the morals of the story without going, like, he said not to fuck asshole. He said, oh, you can't do this. Everyone gets so wound up in that shit and becomes this fucking exponentially, like, niche version of itself that everyone, like, goes around wearing ninja clothes and mm. stoning bitches in the face for fucking the wrong person. Like, it's just... I sort of feel like instead of humans being slave to the religion, the religion is slave to the, us humans. I'm just scared for America. If that happened to these motherfuckers that made up numbers, mm. what's going to happen to America who've done all this great shit as well? Like, Rome had the same fate as well. They invented a bunch of cool shit and mm. then they just got fucked by their own stupidity. Marilyn Monroe once said that at least if she died, she'd leave a beautiful corpse. And there's an argument that fucking Rome has done that. But in America and shit, I mean, it's going they, to... They were doing that in America, but now, yeah. It's yeah. almost like they're rotting it I away. Think that, yeah. <laughs> 1962, they could have, like, just sort of, you know, quit. After the moon landings and yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, the just moon Just signed landing. out. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a mad Russian shit. And then you turn around the corner from Times Square and some man's like, hey, man, you want to crack? straight into that yeah after the moon landings they should have just got all the nukes and been like half for you half for us boom sign out earth kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) we'll see what the next fucking the next shit that grows out of this dirt brings you know I used to wonder about that the next evolution chain when I was a bit younger and stuff I used to just wonder and imagine like oh like I wonder if like a nuke could have gone off in Newcastle right now and like in a couple of seconds we'll all be dead Sort of have these weird fucked up thoughts. And, uh, it's like residual genetic shit from our parents' Cold War generation stuff. Yeah, but I think the new war is going to look less like Chernobyl and more like Chechnya in a way. <laughs> oh, I'm not looking forward to that. No, those guys mean business, man. Fuck. Don't make me start donating money to euthanasia. Jesus. Yeah, there's quite a lot of them there already, huh? <laughs> Although I guess it's not that hard in the first place. Unless you don't have access to a car and a t-shirt. For what? Well, you need a pipe as well, don't you? A hose. Oh, no, you can just clog it up, can't you? This is probably a bit evil, telling people how to kill themselves. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the number for Lifeline is... <laughs> um, it's like the start of Hot Tub um, Time Machine, where he just, like, crashes into his own garage, closes the door, yeah. and starts revving the fucking engine. <laughs> <laughs> that song is gold, by the way, though. Home yeah. Sweet Home. I gotta say, in terms of if you had to go out, probably the best one I've imagined I've seen in like you know media or culture and shit is probably riding the bomb down at the end of Doctor Strangelove, the cowboy guy, like yeah, like when the nuke gets launched yeah. and drop from the bomb. Either something intense like that, yeah. like adrenaline overload, and then brain shuts down before you even hit the mm-hmm. ground, or like everlasting morphine button or something. I'll tell you what wouldn't. <laughs> I'll tell you what wouldn't be good though. But uh, what's the? Would you rather have? I don't know, that's that's the big question as well, because you can go out fucked up, like, yeah. oh, morphine You can die from a broken heart. And you think, you're, you think you would be like, oh, this feels good, and then you die, and it felt good, and you don't know anything. But what if there is something about transcending to the next dimension that you need to be conscious of your own death? It's just dopamine vending machines all up in there, really. That's what... I reckon I stumbled onto something. If you, uh, if you drug out when you fucking try and cross over, you might just reset and not be able to carry anything over to the next one. The next what? The next incarnation. Like how these little, um, these little kids get, like, born in Thailand or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. And then, I'm not sure whether you should believe the parents or not, but they seem to be these child prodigies and shit. Uh-huh. And then they say they're Buddha and all that kind of stuff, which, uh-huh. you know, you... 
I've heard that one before. Argue whatever the fuck you want, yeah. but yeah. There seems to be children that have higher levels of this quote-unquote spiritual maturity than other people seem to have. You know, like, oh, yeah. he seems like an old soul and shit. Like, you yeah. hear that all the time yeah. about some child actors and shit like that. Like, oh, yeah, they seem like mature before their time. That kid ain't from this planet. That sort of thing, yeah. Whereas Michael Jackson was just, like, never matured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deferred sort of development and stuff like that. I, I, I mean, it makes sense. And people formed by these formative years and stuff, and I guess he was doing pretty crazy shit in those formative years. <laughs> and that's why a lot of them flame out and stuff. Like, Lindsay Firecrutch Lohan, I haven't seen much of her recently. And, stuff. <laughs> and she was adorable in The Parent Trap. <laughs> I um, was speaking to Big Dog on the mail briefly, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, he mentioned the Dick Gregory thing. I think I brought up the other other week. Uh-huh. And um, I had a quick look back on the video, and I think I might have missed it the first time or not quite understood it and just like kept listening and written it off. But I'm pretty sure he also said that Michael Jackson was killed by a laser beam by the CIA. <laughs> oh, shit. So, fuck, if he knows some shit. Yeah, but that's an old classic, like, that's... 50s spy shit like ah oh, you got a tinfoil on your helmet to keep off CIA w- waves like there probably is something to it right because <laughs> heaps of the other stuff he's saying is legit as fuck but then when mm-hmm. when people start telling you wait why did the CIA like, kill Michael Jackson that's I don't know like I'd have to watch it again it's just like as I, I loved it and I like that perspective you get from people that are friends with someone and have sure. that like oh I still think he's good and want to give you that side of the story yeah 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 but if you were a mean person, you could say it just sounds like the ramblings of a madman, though. But I fucking loved it. Because he's talking about the Sony money and stuff, and he gets the shits with the interviewer. And then he's like... The guy's, like, um, talking about... What is it? Like, oh, isn't it about Sony? And starts almost questioning him. He's like, you're interviewing me! I ain't interviewing you! <laughs> so, yeah, he was killed by a laser beam! Didn't you hear what I just told you? Should have nuked him. Like, shit, Michael Jackson was killed by a laser man. Yeah, I don't buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure either. But I think there's probably some, um... There's there's part of me that clings to the hope. And it's such a fucked up thing as well. It's like, I love Michael Jackson so much that the hope is me hoping that there's some Illuminati shit going on that... It's like putting a bad light on him and trying to bust him for pedo shit when he's not a pedo and all this shit. I'd rather that be the truth than him really be a pedo. <laughs> uh, knowledge without wisdom can be dangerous, though, too. I found that myself, too. But um, I mean, so, like, I I'm know. a bit biased, so yeah, I'm probably just clinging to all the um, bits of information. Like, he's totally not. Well, we have to have our heroes and we have to make it. We used to have kings and shit and lords and stuff. What are they doing now? We don't have any lords. We don't have any kings. We got fucking that banker guy or whatever up there and that red-headed lady. Um, so you've got to make your own heroes, I think. And society's moved towards that. And it'll probably be this sort of neo-feudal thing where they just own all the shit. <laughs> and you subscribe to your shit. And I don't know. We'll basically end up in little Matrix virtual reality things before too long, probably. We'll get used to having no privacy. In Japan, there's so little privacy. It's yeah. crazy. Well, even to the point where if it is that... Because HoloLens looks pretty cool. Sony VR's coming out in a few months. I saw an Oculus Rift at a, a store there, and I wanted to have a go but on the display model. But the Japanese guy, it was there. I waited like two, three minutes, and he was like mad lost in 
in it. I was like, oh, just I'll wait for a second. <laughs> He'll go soon, but he was like on there for minutes and minutes, like trying to escape his reality. And I'm like, I get that's where. Well, some- once that shit's here and the overlays there with that Hololens shit, and you don't have any privacy, they're like, oh, this um, guy was just on Tinder. He was on Tinder with a 3D printed gun. And he, yeah, he yeah. did this and like, oh. His like, medicinal weight. <laughs> yeah, you can just see everyone's shit straight up. And like, if you're trying to block it, it's like, what do you have to hide in our new reality? We don't make rape jokes and we're nice to everybody. And, mm-hmm. you know, guys pee sitting down and shit. Yeah. I don't know. I know Because it's offensive to women. Yeah. It's male privilege pissing standing up. Yeah, I suppose it I is. I forget where I heard it, but it was some fucking gay uni stuff in America or college. I know, but true, our female cistern do have to, you know, you pass through some some tough times. So mm. I'd like to dedicate this to all the ladies. <laughs> but just the lady, that's not the whole gender in general, just the ladies. And if you can do it, I would encourage you to um do that thing where you put fingers on either side of your vag and pull it up and try and piss standing up because it's pretty liberating. You can get a sheepy for it, but I think that would be sort of... Certainly that's too it's, weird. It's too, yeah, like, it's too yeah, weird. It's like that's, a strap on or something. This is more like... It's like going hunting, but for a chick. If you're just doing the upside down peace sign, it seems like this more legit thing, you know? You've seen that before, haven't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Didn't Prince used to do that so, on stage or something? Yeah. I think that's the way Prince pisses. Yeah. Oh, Papa Brain! <laughs> <laughs> what have I been... I've been eating cabbage again! Okay, <laughs> girls get a micro penis but he gets a um, giant clitoris well that's where we're moving towards right we're moving towards a gender blind society and stuff so and we can just scissor with each other with our little fucking pleasure nubs yeah where no shit or piss comes out because we're all so clean and only eat vitamins and stuff that absorb completely I'm happy to embrace my femininity through my android app so I guess Eddie Murphy was wrong with his joke because um if you're born without an asshole you're going to be on the front side of evolution now instead of the back end because <laughs> he was like, if shit was worth something, poor people would be born without assholes. <laughs> I, finding that it's the reverse in the future. There was an 18th century Parisian, like, revolutionary times satirist who used to draw pictures, and one of his main things was satirizing the bourgeois was them at restaurants, but all shitting and excusing themselves to go and eat back in the <laughs> bathroom. It's pretty hardcore. I didn't even see it, it just stuck with me. I'm like, oh, damn. I guess that's what the French call less a societal commentary or whatever. <laughs> and a modern version of something similar to that was um, at this Mexican restaurant I used to eat at when I was a kid, right? Yeah. There was a, a bathroom. You didn't have to pay for it, but there was all this um, writing on the ceiling and shit. It's like they used to be a hell cool restaurant and just let their guests and stuff just like leave their mark on the ceiling with like signing it and just writing some shit. Oh, yeah. And right near the bathroom, there was this old little um, poem that I haven't forgotten. And it's, mm. um, here I stand lonely hearted for I paid my penny and only farted. Yeah, that's the old classic. I'll tell you what, it slipped a bit because I... So that is almost like this old scribble hieroglyphs on the um, on the pyramids now. It's just some fucking shitty texture in, a, well, in an old... Here's what's weird. Restaurant. I had, reason, <laughs> I had reason to be at Macquarie University, right? Like a couple of times last year. And, you know, this is where a lot of, you know, like correct attitudes to thinking and politeness are kind of, you know, made. They're quite PC. There's a lot of international students. And I've never seen more fucking just sort of... Just super offensive shit written to Muslims than I have in the cubic, uh, the cubic cube stalls there. Jesus. Like, some of it was very funny, but it also wasn't appropriate for a university campus, I don't think. Um, but I just thought it was weird that the same people who go there are like, Alan Jones is being heaps racist by, like, 
you know, just complain about boat yeah, people. It's like, and at their uni, like uni, it's like, brown man's going to be wiped off by the Asian man and shit. So you're like, like just straight up. It used to be like, oh, you're doing arts, I'm doing law. Now it's just straight up race. It's fucking race war in the cubicles. Oh, it sounds like they're not so equal in uni as we thought. Yeah. And us and the Koreans... Used it sounds to- like the naughty voices are being kept hush-hush mm. and uh, their papers are being restricted to toilet walls. Yeah, not like the good old days where it's us, the Koreans, C-block toilets. <laughs> Everybody knew their place. No, nobody, everyone got on. Siggy in your mouth, turtle heading out the back, Billy in the bag, mate at the corner. Learning on the mind. Watching for the teacher. Yeah. What a charade school was, really. <laughs> I'm sure I learnt quite a lot of stuff there. Um, I had friends that were smart as fuck. Just bang, lines are goey on textbooks in class and shit. Smart dudes. And did where, did where, well, are doing well now. And where are they now? Dead. Yeah, no, <laughs> married with children. You know, like, don't believe everything you hear. <laughs> Paul Kelly, that fucking Australian songwriter. I saw some interview with him, and he was all, he almost seemed guilty about it, but like, he was saying how he can do heroin not like a junkie. Yeah. Oh, I just do it every now and then, yeah. and then you do it, and then you just don't do it. And yeah, so yeah, all those unsung fucking heroes of the um, the oh, drug yeah. users, not the drug abusers. Functional you know? heroin users—that's what our show's down. Yeah, users. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you, you're using, right? Don't you're abuse an, it. You're not an addict. You're yeah. a user, right? Fucking fuck labels, man. Just use like, it. Don't abuse it. Just like, just pick up your syringe when you're done. And winners don't use drugs. You just need to get the um clarification of drugs in your head right so that when you tell people you don't use drugs you're not lying yeah nancy reagan said just say no but who knows what she that's what i mean yeah just say no i'm not using drugs (laughs) gillard on the cocaine i think i heard last week i think i heard in the news that gillard was on cocaine oh that could have been in the rumor mill no it was on the news it was definitely on the news it was on the news (laughs) yeah um But, you know, that's what we do in Australia. We have a bit of a laugh. It's nice to come back, I have to say. Um, We're taking odds on when she's getting her septum fixed. Mm. I got 10 to 1, 2018. Yeah, she's going to want to go to Noosa first, probably. Meet the family. <laughs> Fly to LA, meet up with the best people. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't even follow politics anymore. Like, the shit I look at in America, I'm just like... Isn't the jig up with the way these people are acting? Aren't they so insincere to everyone? And, and I don't mean this in this sort of like no, totally. the sheeple are so dumb way because I get how it works. It's I get like how the Shakespeare politics... fucking production yeah. in old England. Yeah, they stand on stage and do this fucking mm. bullshit, mm. and people get riled up about it. It's like it's mm. yeah herd mentality and shit. So riled up about it, but it seems like. But we're so close to transcending politics. Well, we're but that's so the close. dream. Is it going to do that? We thought we were going to get there. So and then, close. then we beat communism, but then it's just slipping away from us. No, but I a lot put of it bombs to you like and this. this Ebola and school shooting. It's like lipstick. Yeah. What do you think like about lipstick when you just see a girl wearing lipstick now? Well, if it's good lipstick, I don't even notice it's there. Yeah. Hmm. Right? But what was lipstick invented as? A way to make your mouth look like a vagina because you're advertising... My that- mouth? <laughs> you do have a parody mouth <laughs> but as a way to advertise that you give fucking blowjobs basically for <laughs> prostitutes and shit and that's transcended that it's like I can have a hot chick walking down the street now and I know she's not a prostitute saying I want to give you head but maybe there's something subconscious going on there now but I'm saying we've transcended that we're in a new time and now lipstick doesn't mean that you're just out to suck cock and 
get money. But so you know, maybe we are going to transcend politics, and then we can just look back at on on it like lipstick. Facebook's going to be running our schedule. Fucking Tinder's going to be running our sexual lives. It's going to be a nightmare, I reckon. <laughs> if it does transcend, it'll be to like shitty Blade Runner, Total Recall place. I reckon. I know that maybe that's just my personality and. You know, I've yeah. come to terms with Jesus and shit, but... You should get on the information highway. <laughs> read up about dog, MK Ultra. Dog, I've been on that highway since I could read. Get a 16-year-old girlfriend. Why? Stop the programming, son. <laughs> what, are you saying because girls can't be good programmers? No, I'm just saying get a young one and program them early. Well, a lot of places do that in the world. And we have a fucked up sort of idea where it's like, you can't be racist against them, but you Even though it's such a weird, even though it's fucking a, yeah. taboo thing going yeah, on. Even though we have to pretend sometimes that it's just normal. But and some of them are up. like, oh, we're just getting married. It's not mm. bad or anything. It's like this traditional thing and I'm going to be good until later. you... <laughs> pretty lowbrow. Yeah, I mean, there's a few places, I mean, you know... Not, not without even going into the religious texts and what certain people do in different aspects of different religions, even when the same characters appear in different religions. It's not going to be finished till someone builds a Whole Foods in Afghanistan, I reckon. I guess the Arabs like young pussy and um, the white people like prudish nonsense. Well, Malcolm X seems to say, and he spent a lot of time in Harlem when he was a hustler and shit when I was reading him, that, you know, white people came down there. They, they have this repressed kind of sexuality, like yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. stilettos getting stomped yeah. on the fucking testicles yeah. and backdoor shenanigans yeah. and clubs with getting Dude. ripped and shit. Yeah, like white guys... pain to sexuality and dark, shit. White guys drinking their drinks and going up to black guys, the locals, and like, hey man, like, you're too good. You know I think you're just as good as me, right? <laughs> like this shit and stuff, right? Um... But apparently they used to do some pretty fucked up shit in terms of, you know, specialty fetishes and stuff. And I can see that as a white man sort of thing. Yeah, it is. It's weird. It's that like the old Chappelle show thing where they do the wife swap and yeah. the white guy's sniffing all the panties and getting all horny about the chick. And then um, the, the black guy basically just like dominates the white chick until she likes him. Yeah, but that's all gossip and catfighting. I like the ideas and stuff and... I wonder when I watch it because Malcolm X I'm like oh he's a strong man he's a proud man and stuff I guess <laughs> I, I guess I don't really feel guilty for stuff but I respect the whole thing at least he won't a pain he sniffer I guess I can't confirm or deny that though because so. <laughs> I am I am akin to the old sniff of the panties so <laughs> <laughs> They won't let you on a flight with that shit in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't graduated to chair sniffing yet, but we'll see. The fucking deputy... That seems a bit weird. The deputy sniffing. premier of Western Australia sniffed a female colleague's chair. It seems And weird. got caught and got away with it. It's a dominant thing. <laughs> it's it's mad weird, but think about like this, I don't know, Perth kind of guy. If you can do it subtly, I don't know. Yeah, but it's, it's still in that creepy vein. It's still in that secret, like... Oh. It, no, it's escalated version of staring at a chick's breasts like inappropriately probably I reckon but it's, it becomes so rapey it's so weird it's like um I heard a, a rapist fucking <laughs> break, break it down in this disgusting way I'm sure I read it on Daily Life or something and they were just like losing their shit over it but he was mm. like there's there's no morals in an erect penis and that's not true. I think we need to struggle with the fact that we are conscious beings and you can take control of what the fuck you do with your body. But, like, that was kind of profound coming from 
a guy that is a convicted kind of rapist or whatever that is telling you I have no control over this shit as soon as my dick gets hard. Totally. And that's just the extreme version of that guy sniffing the fucking chair. I think that's a little bit of cop out from guys though. To be fair, as well. Oh, you give me blue balls, baby. Exactly. And the same guy said it last week. Maybe you didn't catch that one, but, or like a week before. It was. I don't want to get the the race wrong, but it was Arabic in nature. One, one Arabs. It was a a refugee that what do you call it, has immigrated over here mm-hmm. and got caught... Raping someone? Got... Watch out for this, okay. code. And, yeah, got caught raping a boy oh, in, like, a swimming that pool. That was terrible. I just guessed <laughs> that. Fuck. A swimming pool bathroom, right? Yeah. And um, his fucking excuse was that he had blue balls, basically. Like, yeah. I haven't fucked for so long. And they're like, you know it's not appropriate, right? And he's like, oh, I know it's not appropriate in my country and it's not mm-hmm. in yours, but I just, yeah, I had to, like, you know... This is, yeah, this is not politically correct. There is these idiots out there that okay. think you just got to do what you got to do when your dick gets hot. We've all got to state it. That shit when Egypt had their revolution and there were all those dudes out in the street and it turned into a crazy sort of Sex sexually assaulting people. First, yeah. That shit in Cologne on New Year's Eve was just the same kind of version of that. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get any because people like to get fucking... Uh, but I think that's born out of the extreme repression of going down the wrong path as well. It's like... Oh, are you calling Allah a false god? No, I'm just saying wearing ninja clothes doesn't make you get boners that much and shit. And then when the internet becomes available and people are shitting on each other's face with their titty out and a fucking octopus in their vagina, it just like makes them go insane. They're like, maybe I can just do whatever I want. It seems like this world's crazy. This is going to be controversial, but maybe that sort of old historic lifestyle has more significance. And I don't mean this to sound snarky and shit like that. That legacy is up there like that. They're necessarily saying some... I don't know. But I'm saying... You're an octopus and a vagina. So the whole point is they're your property. Okay, not property, but the woman is part of the patriarchal family unit. Yeah. I'm not getting all feminists. That's how it works, right? They run that shit over there. So it's just like, it's my wife. I look at her. Woman in the public sphere does not exist. Yeah. It's just men. But I hear they wear some things underneath her. (laughs) For real. And guys like, yeah, like checking out ankles and stuff. Like in that key and peel shit. I don't know, like... It's just, uh, it seems like they had this dope shit going, got the numerals, got the science, got civilization fucking started, and then just people just had their own ideas yeah. within this awesome idea. Yeah. People get their own version of it, like, we'll yeah. use all that, we'll use all that, and they all yeah. get this new version of it. And now we got cracked motherfuckers yeah. that think the ninja clothes thing is that old thing, and it's not that old thing. We're all from these old things. Yeah, the, the Middle East was doing fine until that time, like as a civilization, until somebody bought back gunpowder from China. Then it was all downhill. <laughs> but I sense a change. Change going to come. It is. Feeling. My hot or not areas for 2016, I think, I'm going to say the Middle East is going to be a hot pick. Well, fuck yeah, man, because global warming, right? Mm-hmm. Gets hotter by a few degrees. Yeah. These bitches aren't going to wear those clothes anymore. It's going to be bikinis in the Middle East. Global warning is actually a godsend. Or an Allah send, sorry. So Allah <laughs> Get me the chicks in bikinis. <laughs> this, will save, this will save the fucking Middle East. I need a plane from Miami to Qatar right now. <laughs> sorry, I've been trying to avoid voices and shit, but that's just a... It's not even a racist voice. That guy no. was educated at fucking, like, yeah. Man, he was brilliant. so generic, no one could be offended. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Curious why that's a problem, yeah. Um, the other thought I had the other day is that all politics is just identity politics. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Hmm. Like Beyonce and shit, Hitler. 
Yeah, Trump is in the same fucking zone as Kanye and all this shit. Yeah, I mean... He just doesn't have the same credibility as an artist. Although he doesn't... He he paints with fucking debt, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Hate and debt are his brushes. (laughs) So his office is like Al Pacino in that fucking one with Keanu Reeves as The Apprentice? What was it called? (laughs) The fucking devil's advocate. Yeah, devil's advocate. But... I, I only saw them on TV for a bit recently because normally I just read shit and stuff and it's weird watching them on TV and being a bit jarring because he talks in... I can't do it, but it's this mad sinister way and shit, but I don't know. I don't know what to say. Who, who gives a shit? Trump... It, it's funny <laughs> and entertaining, but Trump makes me think that those um, murals in the Colorado Denver yeah. airport are really actually of... <laughs> A forewarning of coming times. He's just like, fuck it. America's going to be great again. We're going to bomb all you motherfuckers. I hope he at least has a presence of mind if he actually does get elected. And you're fired. (laughs) Well, I hope he has the the presence of mind if he's elected president that he'll immediately resign from it. I would hope he has that conscience inside him. He's like, fuck, how have I gotten here? And he'll get elected president and then just hand it over to Sarah Palin. Yeah, like, sorry, I can't do this. <laughs> what would be even better mm. is, you know how, like, Obama and even Bush and all these people mm-hmm. get in saying ridiculously awesome shit. Yeah. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to do this, I'm yeah. going to pull the troops out, and, like, don't know. Mm-hmm. What if Trump is honey-dicking all of these Republicans mm-hmm. and shit, and he's actually, like, the new Christ or whatever? And um, he gets in after honey-dicking everyone. He's going to fuck the Mexicans and do all this fucked up shit. Yeah. And then as soon as he gets in, he pulls all the people out of the war. Yeah. <laughs> does all this humanitarian shit and starts trying to save the world because he does. he's doing the opposite of what all the other guys do. Yeah, but that never really happens. Eh? <laughs> they all go to the dark side. It's just human nature, I think. Yeah, with a haircut like that, I don't see him fighting on the good side. Yeah, and it's it's just weird because I see people on smart, like conservative circles who I respect on some other positions and they're like it's so good Trump's around and everything like and from the level of like oh he might be saying some hard truths that like da 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 but what's he going to make different I mean America if it already is sort of this corporatist sort of thing that just runs for the wealth of people that's what I mean he's just going to slot right in there he can't do shit when he was running in New York around the turn of the century he was like said he'd be like for abortion at times and like he had to take some of those New York more liberal issues and now he's like yeah I'm like I'm going to keep the Mexicans out, basically. <laughs> you know, good luck to him. Good luck to all the, good luck to all the candidates. Who's our Prime Minister again? Oh, yeah. I just remembered, Dan. Yeah, maybe It'd be cool if you couldn't even remember. His smile sort of makes me unhappy. <clears throat> um, well, I don't know. I think... Oh, it's good, though. He's heaps rich, so that looks good for Australia. Mm. Yeah. Heaps rich Prime Minister. It's like Nero. Doing really yeah. well. It's like Nero or something, right? Who be mar- <laughs> marrying his horse or whatever. More like marrying his secret- secretary. Um, well, I mean, do you have anything else you want to add? I think we've explored some pretty intense issues. Let me have a look around here. I'll see if I've got a quote for everyone and stuff. Good. Quotes are pretty good. Fuck. I hate leaving scatterbrained sort of notes. I knew this means something, right? And... I wrote celebrify and it's not a misspelling I know it meant something but uh, I always assume that I'll have more assumed knowledge later when I see it than I do and they mean nothing to me <laughs> just like sand through the hourglass you know <laughs> oh, here's one of mine then um, I think this was before I started getting up to the point of eating quartz and I was almost there 
and it says 600 milligrams felt like my body's gravity got more intense and omnidirectional yeah, like I could feel my essence absorbing the life force of the universe <laughs> but what if this universe is all just inside our own egos and then I don't know it was a feeling though it was just a feeling, yeah, it, was, feeling. it felt like the universe was imploding into this ball yeah. of like gravity inside me kind of but thing just, we're just little robots in flesh yeah, walking I around I feel my own gravity just passing like ships in the night <laughs> I felt like a reverse hypercube on 600 mils the first time. What's a hypercube? Uh, a cube that extends out from every corner of it in every direction. So like an infinite Rubik's cube? No, it's a tesseract. It, um, it's like a four-dimensional cube. But the way we represent it in three dimensions it looks like this. Sounds like witch doctor to me. Hypercube. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's sort of like, like a. It looks a bit like a Tie Fighter. That's how my brain <laughs> correlates. Those. But that's the three-dimensional shadow of a four-dimensional hypercube. Yeah. The way that we can draw a, a cube, the schematic for a cube on two-dimensional paper, and then do cubes on cubes. So that's the legit sort of. I guess the only thing that's not legit about it is that see how the corners stop. Yeah. Like the middle cube, and then it extends from each corner at 90 degrees to the corner. Yeah. But it, I guess technically it never stops, because fourth dimensionally it just extends out in every direction forever. Yeah. So this edge fit is just like, for us to try and understand it, it actually just goes... Yeah. It's, it's like the fourth dimension is everything in that, in that example. It's just like... It's like the explosion. <laughs> Yeah, I've come to terms a bit more with this idea of there being other dimensions. It used to really not sit right with me and shit. I'd get it on a sort of basic mathematical level and shit, like time, and you see the little graphs and everything like that, and you're like, okay, but... Uh, so the I easy way to think about it is just thinking that our universe is just the backside of another black hole. Uh, yeah, that's true. It but just pisses out, like a black hole here, then pisses out into a new place and makes a new yeah. universe. And yeah. That's an easy way to deal with dimensions, though. It's like using a scientific thing to try and be like, oh, that that works mentally. The problem is that when you get the space-time, you get the sublime, and you get God, whether you like it or yeah, not. Yeah. And wiped, erased, and you can't fucking... You, you know God for a moment, and then you're a fucking baby again that can't do anything. Uh, Unless you're one of these little Thai children that can play the piano. So you can do... <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon in some lives there's other animals practicing sort of for the piano as well? Like if they had little front legs, they had to practice for the piano. So they've actually, you know, been fucking lived five lifetimes of becoming concert pianists. Yeah, I think we all are everybody Suspicious and of each other and yeah. always have been and should treat each other like that. And if you don't, I'm a fucking puncher. Yeah, but I don't know. If 20 asylum seekers from, uh, uh, let's say, the, the Middle East turned up at your door, would you let them in? Hospitality, um, I guess, in your country. I'd help them find a store to buy a tent. Are there any camping stores around here? I'm not sure if the camping stores have all male staff either, though. It might be offensive. Yeah, um, yeah that is sort of offensive to several people. Well, women selling you stuff. I mean, come on. I find sometimes they're all right. 
The guys. Yeah, yeah but you buy their shit all the time. Ho <laughs> ho! <laughs> you just swallowing the store man's lies. <laughs> um, it happens, it happens. Fucking people hustle, alright? There's a hustle going on, except I've noticed that any sort of retail store, the dudes that work there, especially ones that aren't gay, don't really care and don't help you at all. They're just like. They're just there sort of Yeah, they're just the guys to stack shelves and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of corporate beards and stuff, I guess. They probably get them from a catering company or whatever. Um Yeah, I guess as much as we want to deny it, they still um they still are employing gender roles in Bunnings. Cause usually I get women saying hello to me and the guys are usually just pull it pushing um trolleys around and doing all this shit. Really? Alive and well, bro. So the guys are the asshole? No, Bunnings, they're, they're oh, yeah. employing this patriarchal system to run their business. Yeah. It's not good enough. I've seen plenty of young men out there with pretty faces that could be <laughs> at the front door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you and your pretty mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't put lipstick on, bro, otherwise you're advertising. Well, okay, I think we're going to try and be positive, but I think we need to be... I don't know. We sort of uncovered a few things that might need some mulling over in this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, just quickly before we finish up. Hmm. Um, what about the death of Sydney's light, nightlife or whatever? Did you read that shit? Yeah, I heard a bit about it. What did you think about that? Uh, you know, I mean... Hard to argue with? Yeah, it's no World War Two, you know. Um, but at the same time, I think... I don't really care if the neighbourhoods want to change and stuff, but it's just building sort of shitty apartment buildings for kind of investors to live in and also funnelling supposedly heaps of business towards the casinos, Star City and James Packers ones, which aren't in the safe nightlife exclusion zone. At the same time, this legitimate issue was like, while magnified by going through social media, was like added to where just people love getting on the bandwagon and having a go with something, I think. Gonna have to see if um, James Pack is wearing a Masonic ring next time you shake someone's hand. Well, I'll let you know next time I have golf with them. So <laughs> at the Good Club, um, he, so what? He's hitting that Mariah now, huh? Yeah, there's, some, there's something weird about that. Yeah. It'd be funny if he gets taken to the cleaners and she's the big dog. But you'd reckon you'd preen up the fuck out of it. Yeah. But I'm sure Kanye did that, and I'm sure that when he divorces... Oh, yeah, I read some weird shit about that. There's some weird disclaimers in their prenup that mm. set her up pretty good, but... Mm. Whoa. I think that's a cease and desist letter at our door. <laughs> um, fuck, I'm trying to think of what to add, but, uh, you know, sorry if the last little bit of this is just but taking just, it a little bit slower, but, you know, it's a Sunday afternoon, and we're back in Australia for the first time, enjoying the summer heat, and just fucking uh, lazing out a little bit. I'd... I guess it was just about the cross shit. So I guess it's not that... Well, I guess the cross isn't the the whole situation. People in Newtown are getting fucked by the lockout laws now. People in all these other surrounding suburbs have similar things employed by local councils. Local busybodies, yeah. Yeah, so it it is fucking up the whole area to a certain extent. <clears throat> it seems like these corporate dudes that have massive interests that can have scumbaggery within their own premises get, get a green light to have alcohol 24-7, so... Mm. There is a bit of that, like, oh, that's fucked and you're ruining the Sydney nightlife. But at the same time, it's like, the cross was pretty seedy at, at times as well. And, like, I like the intention of cleaning it up. It's just, like, Australia 
never does that shit properly. They go yeah. all out and they fuck shit up for everybody. Yeah. It's just jobs for the boys, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, fuck. Yeah, like, if they tried to build a high-speed rail here between Sydney and Melbourne, like, it would, can you imagine how fucked it would be? Oh, she'll be right for a couple more months. Like, if law-abiding citizens knew what was good for them, they would be out there, um firebombing those random drug testing unit new ones the highway patrol ones you should just bomb them all it's an invasion of privacy not with cops in the car but just people got mortgages d- destroy their fucking little like it's like they get Starpo vice police driving around in their car and going like oh, I know you're not doing anything wrong but I'm still just gonna check up on your blood yeah like yeah dude you're a fucking Nazi yeah well that was a trade off we could be free and prosperous I suppose as well but uh or any of us truly free, rather. Like, I'm cooler high than you are straight, you fucking pig. That's oh. the kind of stuff that wants to come out of your mouth in that situation, but you've got to be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Unless you know communal law or some shit, and then you can just shit talk them out of having to deal with them, but they'll remember who you are and they'll stalk you. I've seen it. I've seen it. No, I've seen it. My mate on welfare <laughs> has been fucking stalked by the police a decent amount. Would walking along the street one day and they're like ah oh, g'day mate and just start talking to him try and figure out if he's doing any such shit I guess there is a bit of precedence to, to ask but at yeah. the same time that still constitutes harassment so yeah <laughs> I'm just being friendly like in that Australian sarcastic tone of voice yeah like, what are you doing yeah. Chopper's gotta to talk to your daddy yeah yeah like that sort of shit um but you know uh, I mean, what was I gonna comment about it's fuck something profound about the nature of Australia but that's a bit of a stretch right now um so everybody chill back fucking just fuck the cross go fucking <laughs> <laughs> no it was dope I used to like those smoke fucking field clubs yeah I had some great times shit. there I went 23 yeah. years old at the bourbon and beefsteak and shit it was dope they, are, they yeah. are ruining a certain thing but once again it's like policing people that are on drugs not causing any problems rather than policing a problem and then being like oh and you're on drugs you need help like, you need help. You're in jail, but yeah, you've got this drug problem as well. You, you don't get out of shit because you're a dead shit, you know? Um, <laughs> I don't know, it just cuts me a little bit. So, the cross, they <laughs> yeah. should have just been super punishing like they are doing the people that are fucking up. Yeah, but the cops are corrupt, aren't they? They've got but, fucking But why shut the shit, whole right? scene down? Shut the whole scene down because... So they can build apartments, residential apartments, sell them to Chinese Well, it investors. seems like that is the real, the real thing going on here, yeah. isn't it? yeah. Make it into an international city like they imagine fucking Hong Kong and Dubai to look on the fucking little posters they have at the airport where they get off from one caviar breakfast to another. <laughs> it's like, dude, I gotta sit and I've gotta come back from the airport and sit in traffic while not once but twice on the way from the airport to Redfern, there were bits on a Friday morning where the inside like curbside lane was closed both times. I studied carefully in like stalled traffic in the cab. There was no reason for those lanes to be closed at all. Just this fucker <laughs> sitting around drinking Fanta, like sort of looking at the traffic and stuff. And I don't know, maybe that's why we can't have nice things. But it was also part of that that Aussie spirit of uh, larrikinism and mateship, I guess. To it's like we've got like a small percentage of people that get shit done in Australia, and then everyone else just fucking fakes it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I work for the Department of Health. Like, what do you do there? Like, ah. Oh, so I drive, drive to this building and like get on a computer for a bit. I was like a politician, so like now I guess I'm qualified to be the CEO of this bank mm. because like I'm a big dog and I talk down to people. Yeah. <laughs> it would almost be better if it was the Illuminati because it's just so tacky and like gauche and yeah. new My cousin can be in that position. Mm. 
That would make it. Oh fuck. Oh, what about a good movie where someone, like, it's this kid, and you know how, like, in whatever Princess Diaries, they find out that they're a princess. It's this normal suburban kid, and he gets taken into the Illuminati. <laughs> but not like this Kingsman like cool group. It's the actual straight up Illuminati and shit. And they're like, we've joined you. And then the Illuminati are the good guys in the movie fighting <laughs> off their enemies, I guess, in their real life. And it's funded by, by them. Sort of like those drones in the Matrix. Yeah. So everyone's a potential agent. <laughs> <laughs> Words to live by in 2016, I think. Fuck. That's what I was saying. No privacy. Everyone's going to be an agent, willing or not, because we're just going to be so open with our dumbass technology. Yeah. And we're going to be cyber fucking Sandra Bullock in Demo- Demolition Man. Make no sure, touching, no touching. Make sure you use the shells properly after, <laughs> after you're done. It's so fucked the seashells thing because I get it's just a movie, um, joke or whatever, yeah, but yeah, it always that. just ends up giving me this image at some point of one of the three seashells being for scraping the shit off your ass. Like, yeah, I is think, that the joke? I don't know. I think it's more like a challenge to the audience to try and or get, over, or get over creative. It. About no, because it. it stands out. Because there's not like mad like toilet humor in the rest of the movie that much, is it? It's no. just like fucking Wesley Snipes it's throwing shit at people. Fuck, it's so yeah. cheesy, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, some sus lines in that. Like Roadhouse, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. They don't write them like that anymore. <laughs> they do not. Not even <laughs> Taken. Not even Taken will go there. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. <clears throat> well, fuck yeah. I liked your dope beats at the start of the show. That shit was fucking pretty out of control. Cool, yeah. You'd hear that in a, um, in a London club with a bit of dub. I don't feel it's more like a club. It's when you're going back to the estate, maybe Peckham or something. You just want to smoke a bit of a ganja, get your boys round. Have get a, bit a bit of a celebratory. Yeah, have a bit of a Stella. Get some dub step on. And, um, yeah, just sit around in a cold room with pale skin and sickly hair, I guess. and Enjoy the summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess... um. In tribute to Sydney's yeah, let's, this is dying Sydney. nightlife yeah. and the death of the cross and Sydney becoming fucking whack and us having to finally admit that Melbourne's better because they, yeah. they allow their psychopaths to run wild. But you know what shit. they say? You date Sydney, but you marry Melbourne. <laughs> he is an abusive fucking yeah. partner, though. Brisbane was that girl from the RSL on the Saturday. That Sydney's bitched out, but it's pretty safe feeling everywhere. But Melbourne, yeah, you start looking over your shoulder. But anyway, in tribute to Sydney's nightlife, yep, and oh, the no. death of it, one of the one greats. Goes, yeah, yeah, this one goes out to all the um, one punch heroes out there. Yeah, I mean, bring it back. If anything can do it, it's like Goff Whitlam, it's time. We guess that uh, that's the Cones and Doe show for this week. I'm Cones. He's Doe. Tune in next week. Peace. <laughs>